you from the top of the Poconos, it's The Balcony Show, with your host, Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music, so you don't have to. So here we go, The Balcony Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Balcony Show. Mm. Hi. <laughs> Hello. How's, How's it going? <laughs> We're doing good. So, another week of madness. I have been watching Stranger Things. Got to tell you, the new season is the bomb. You guys got to, you got, if you, if I'm you're. I'm late to the show. I am too. So good. I got, yeah. So I'm, good. I, my daughter's like, been, I think they finished whatever's. The new, the new the season. New stuff, I'll yeah. tell you what, though. It's so crazy because it's only been like two or three years and these kids have like they've all changed they're like totally different people students now it's insane but um check that out anyways i have a hashtag for today tell us hashtag polly got a potty mouth Uh oh (laughs) so apparently parrots five parrots got removed from public view at a wildlife park after teaching each other to swear during quarantine. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, parrots are smart and mischievous animals, and they are known for their ability to speak and mimic voices. This also is what makes them adorable pets, but can also get them into trouble if they learn the wrong words. Mm-hmm. And this happened with five African gray parrots adopted by the Lincolnshire wildlife park oh the the little deers <laughs> they have recently been removed from public view and separated after they started swearing at customers <laughs> <laughs> these parents taught each other to swear during the quarantine luckily everyone saw it as a hilarious situation and nobody was offended the lincolnshire wildlife park adopted five parrots and their names are billy Elsie, Eric, Jade, and Tyson in mid-August. However, these newcomers began encouraging the others to curse like sailors <laughs> while in quarantine together, and this ends up with bad language at customers. Oh. I like it. Yeah. Uh, according to Steve Nichols, the CEO of Lincolnshire Wildlife Park, the parrots are doing very well after being separated and fit in very quickly as highly social creatures, but... I mean, can you imagine taking So they've your been separated, <laughs> those <laughs> naughty little birds. Can you, ah, F you. Oh, that's cute. Hey, that is, that is very funny. At one of our local resorts up here back in the day, the resort is no longer, but the Pocono Summit, when, it, uh, when you first walked in to the main lobby, they had two big waterfalls, and they had it done up kind of like a jungle setting, and they had this giant macaw in there. Okay, and yes... The employees made it a very foul-mouthed bird. And, oh, yeah. And they spent a bundle of money getting a new bird. And inside of two months, <laughs> that bird also became very vulgar. We taught when my yeah. girlfriend and I were what they called mother's helpers. And we went away for the summer. And th- this one where she, the people that she was working for and staying with, they had a parrot. Yeah. And, of course, you know, we were, yeah, we absolutely... Truth be told, we were there. F you, mm. and then it finally learned it, and then they were wild. They yeah. were really mad. But you know what? It was funny as hell listening to that bird say that. Of course it is. So, anyways, uh, on today's show, Randy Jackson from Zebra is joining us, and uh, 
what a great guy. Just just crazy talented. This this gentleman, I mean, they've been out for 47 years. They've been doing it Zebra. They're still touring. So he's going to spend a little time with us, and we're going to play some Zebra for you. How's that? That sounds That's good to it. us. But first, we're going to start with a brand new song from the Dead Daisies called Radiance. So take a listen, and we'll be right back.
on the Balcony Show. And right now we have the song Arabian Nights by Zebra. So put on your nostalgia boots and take a trip back. This was a good one. Turn it up. Here we go. Take the crown from you 
Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Balcony Show, and we are very excited because we have the one and only Randy Jackson. You might know him from Zebra. On the phone with us, he is a Hall of Famer. He is also uh, involved with an orchestra and doing a Led Zeppelin tour. So this is a man of many hats and a super talented individual, and we are very excited to have Randy on the show. So welcome, Randy. Hi, how you doing, Bob? So you've been at this a, quite a long time, and Zebra got their name. You were actually looking at, in, you, were, you guys were in a bar, and you were looking at a picture of a zebra, correct? Well, there was a, we, we met at the bar to try to decide what the name of the band was going to be, and we sat there for a couple of hours, and as we were leaving, we saw a picture of a Vogue magazine cover from 1926, that was kind of like a decoupage uh, right above where we were sitting. And, uh, and we just said, let's call it Zebra. You know, it was sitting right there. So that's how it happened. And who would ever knew or know that you would go on to being um, Atlantic Records, number one, having the, the best-selling album for Atlantic Records. So super it wasn't cool. The, it wasn't the best-selling. It was the fastest selling debut album. Oh, wow. How crazy is that? Not too many people can say that, for sure. So you no. rose you rose pretty quickly then. Your life changed pretty quickly, I would imagine. Yeah, well, you know, we had, uh, I think what that meant was that, we, you know, we had a big, big following at the point when we put the record out. So people were waiting for it. And, uh, at what point? Out right out of the gate, you know? At what point did you think oh, wow, we kind of made it here. There's this, this is different than what we've been doing. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know that I, that I ever really thought, well, we, we made it here. I mean, I, you know, when I think back to some moments where, you know, I got excited about our progress, I think it was really before we even got the record deal, we were getting airplay on a radio station here in Long Island and they were they had us in regular rotation and uh, we didn't even have a record out you know and so I'd be driving along and he, hear the song come on in the middle of the day and uh, that was pretty exciting you know um, once we got the record deal I mean that was it was good and everything and we were selling records but uh, I don't know that it, you know we'd been we had, we had done pretty well before we even got a record gotta tell you so it wasn't i don't know if it was exci as exciting as, uh, so as playing to larger record. crowds do you have uh is there one concert that i mean i'm sure there's many but is there uh one concert that stand out for you that you remember I think, yeah i mean uh, well there's a lot of them but one that uh, particularly i remember was uh playing in new orleans uh we opened up for journey and uh, it was a show with Journey and Foghat, us and Brian Adams. And, wow. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was a great show. And they gave us the keys to the city uh, at the show. So that was kind of special. Now, Randy, are you originally from there? Yeah, we're from New Orleans. Okay. So you transitioned over to New York and found success yeah. before, like after leaving New Orleans already at that point. Yeah, well, we, 
we left New Orleans because we were doing about as good as we were going to do in New Orleans. Right. Packing clubs. And, and uh, we didn't really think that record companies were going to be looking for a band in <laughs> New Orleans. You know? Right, right. So we figured, let's go. Let's either go to Los Angeles or New York. And uh, we knew some people in New York. So that's how we made the decision to come up here. And uh, we came up in, at the end of 1976. Uh, the first gig we actually did was uh, New Year's Eve of, you know, 1977. Uh, well, it was 1976, New Year's Eve. Going into 77, and we played, you know, a couple of months in New York, and then we went back to Louisiana and uh, made a little more money to uh, survive the, uh, the next run up here. And uh, the next time we came up, we started doing really well, and we we were doing well enough. We didn't have to go back to New Orleans if we didn't want to, you know. And but of course, we you're still touring. I mean, you have dates. Yeah, um, we've been playing for 47 years. Wow. Every year, 47 years at least. That's crazy. That's yeah. Um, so, Randy, tell us: Is there anything that you would do differently, um, looking back at like the last, you know, 47 years that you've been doing this? And and what advice would you have for some of the younger artists that are kind of trying to, quote, make it, um, if that's even a term that's even relevant to today's music industry? I don't know that it really is, but I know the uh, the whole industry as a platform in, its, in itself has changed so drastically than like when you found success or even just started gigging back in the day in Long Island and New York clubs and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean... It- you know, to start off with, uh, my, my main suggestion to people that are starting off uh, is just realize that if you do get together with some people and you have a band that's working and you can get along, stay together. You know, keep your original members in the band. Try not to, you know, the grass is always going to look greener on the other side, but the bottom line is fans like to see the original members of the band. Yeah. So, so when, you know, and I'm sure everybody can relate to that, you know. Uh, well, you so got to like somebody to stay with them 47 years. I mean, there's got to be some camaraderie there. You yeah. Know? Well, you know, I think after you get through the first five years, you know, you, you, you pretty much know at that point what you can expect or not expect from each right. person in the band. And as long as you're okay with that and don't expect it anymore, you're gonna make you can last a long time. You know. Yeah. All right, well, listen, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to take a listen to Who's Behind the Door from Zebra, and we'll be, right. R- and we'll be right back with Randy.
And we are back on the balcony show. I know, you know, it's very jarring. But, however, so, uh, Randy, uh, tell me uh, the song, Who's Behind the Door? Uh, give us some light on that song. What was the thought process in that song? Uh, I think, you know, it was mainly inspired by uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, the movie. Oh, my you know? goodness. Mm. Yeah. it's uh, It's got some... Uh, kind of spiritual stuff in it, a lot of questions about why we're here. Well, that would certainly be relevant to 2020 through 2022. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, you know, the lyrics are kind of like timeless, but it, it asks a lot of questions. It's really a song made for people to kind of open their minds a little more than maybe they they already are. And, yeah. Uh, that's exactly that was the whole point. That's a kind. Of, that's exactly the kind of vibe I was. I was kind of getting from it, you know. And then I was going to ask, you know, I mean, does that same question seem to differ from the '80s when it came out to now? I mean, it, it all still seems pretty uh, re- pretty relevant. Yeah, I, I don't think it really. You know, it, it's kind of like a time timeless question. Yeah. Say, yeah. You know? And uh, so, I think it's, go ahead. You get to play with. Uh, orchestra and do some Led Zeppelin stuff too. How is that different from working with the band? Well, the band's only three people and the orchestra's a hundred. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. It's, yeah, it's it's a pretty big difference. Um, that's you know, a lot of responsibility. Of, yeah, well, a lot, most of it falls on the conductor. You got to have a good conductor to keep it all together, and um, you know the. The orchestras, you know, you, you, you can't really jam too much, although we do. You know, we have uh, segments where we can uh, go as long as we want, and then the conductor will bring it all back uh, together. But, um, you know, it's certainly a, a different experience in, uh, in some respects. Uh, you know, it's, it's just a lot bigger, you know, with the orchestra. And uh, I think you get, sometimes you can get a lot more emotion out of the music with a full orchestra than you can with just uh, a band, you know? Right. And, but, uh, you know, it's it's been great. We do the uh, we do the musical Led Zeppelin and also Pink Floyd. And, Crazy. Uh, yeah. You know, so is it, so is, are you touring with the orchestra? Is that what? No, no, no. The orchestra, we don't tour with the orchestra. There's a core band that goes and plays with different orchestras. In oh, the, got it. it yeah, so uh, oh, that's really so neat. you kind of never know what you're going to get, kind of. Well, we do, we do now. We've been we've been doing it for like 20, <laughs> uh, for 25 years. You know, it's been a long time, and um, so we pretty much know what it's about. And most of the orchestras are great. Um, we haven't really run into a situation where it was a had any train wrecks, and we uh, you know we do a so rehearsal. you don't get any cor- corpse bride. Uh... <laughs> No, orchestras. <laughs> haven't had anything like that. I could wow. see last forever. Mm-hmm. Which oh yeah. Is, I gotta tell you, I love your album China Rain. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. I really and this song lasts forever. Can you tell me something about that, Randy? Well, I I wrote it for my wife. You know, after Aww. we've been married for wow forty. Well, at that point, we'd been married for, for a long time, all through the first three Zebra records, and I hadn't really written a song for her 
and uh, and that one came up, and I knew that well, this is it. This is the one I'm writing for her. So, aww. So but, there's a love story behind it. How cool is that? It, yeah, it's uh, it's my love story. So that's good. And there, the rumor mill says that there's a possible new studio album in the future for Zebra. Is this well, true? There are, there's always a possible studio album. <laughs> <laughs> We've been threatening to do that for 20 years now. But uh, I've got material written, and uh, actually, last couple of days, I was going through a bunch of it. Uh, but, you know, we in our old age, we've gotten kind of lazy. But, uh, you know, we want to do it. So hopefully we'll... Well, know, I hope that you do, and I hope when you do, you'll um, we can be a part of uh, pushing it out there. I would love <laughs> the opportunity. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Well, listen, Randy, I want to thank you so much for spending some time with us here on the show. And uh, please go to Zebra's uh, website. Check out their dates. You're going to want to see these guys because they're still doing it. They're still bringing it. Um, and I can't say enough good things about Randy and, and the band. So with that, I'm just going to say thank you. Thank you for spending time sharing some of your knowledge with some of the independent artists that are, are looking to make it, too. Well, thanks for having me on. I've enjoyed it. All right. You take care now. Cheers, Randy. Okay. Take, take care. care. Thanks, okay. Randy.
today's Mad Cats, Mad Tracks, we have the song and another Reverb Nation selectee from coming from Early Gray. The song is Everyone is Everybody. And here we go. Boom. <laughs> to Indie Radar this week. I think I forget forgot to say that on the previous show, but whatever. 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 What the hell's anyway. you got? That was like a week ago. I know. It's amazing. Wow. I can't believe I remembered that. Anyway. All right. This week's Indie Radar. Not going to get into too much detail, but I do have a pet peeve. I freak out over bands that post their tour dates on Instagram stories. And not that it's bad, but you got to tap and hold to see, like, the tour dates. So suggestion put it as a feed and then share it to your stories like you want people to 
to stay on there and and see where the heck you are. Like, well, I'm not going to say who the or band drive was, traffic to your website. Yes, or, absolutely. Or to or your post or your do it as a post. I agree. It can't be just your story that and and then you can't zoom it, so you can't see what cities are hitting right. and what dates or whatever. So I've seen that. You don't happen want to play how times. fast can you tap it? No, and <laughs> and honestly, you don't like again. People are they don't have time. They want to like quick intake the info and they move on. Right. So you don't want them to be like, ah, oh, screw it, I, I don't even care. Because our minds are, you go online, I think we all fall into crazy rabbit holes from one thing to the next to the next. You know, so you got to put it as a post. Uh, like in your feed, not just a story. So. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. another great chip brought to you by Rock Hard Studios right here in East Stroudsburg. Check them out at rockhardstudios.com. Guys, coming up next, we've got a band called Zamtrip, new track called Fade. From what I'm being told, absolutely amazing. This they is going are amazing. on my car stereo on the way home from the studio. Female so check it out. Fronted band. Cool. Love it. Love it, girl power. Woo! Fade, Zamtrip. Check it out. No, I can't stay here any longer Everything I've carried has brought me down so low When I go, I will be strong
see the writing on the wall The memory will live on Don't cry Many, many thanks to Randy Jackson for joining us. Please get out, support uh, Zebra, check out, you know, their music like you wouldn't know it anyways. But um, definitely check tour dates. You're going to want to see him. Yeah. I know Randy's always on the road. He's super talented. Yep. Anyways. Um, also, Reverb Nation campaign is opening June 27th. If you think you got what it takes to get on our show, then that's the place to go. Reverb Nation. You freaking do it. So. <laughs> I think that's all I got. That's all, that's all you I got. got. That's all I got. That's a lot. That's a lot. We gave a lot today. We did. We always give a lot here we on do. the Balcony Show. But I want to. I want to thank our listeners and uh, all the radio stations that you know give us a home and uh, get yeah, us out support there. Support us. Support the bands that we play. That's yeah. right. So we're going to end things tonight with a song, "Tainted" from "Learning to Dive," one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to mention that all of our shows are on a podcast. You can find them on iTunes, I you know iHeartMedia, Amazon, Amazon Music, Music, any of the any yeah. of podcast, Outcast, any of them. Actually, Spotify too. You can yeah. so if you missed a show or you want to catch up with some of the artists that you hear, I guarantee you, um, you can uh, check out their shows. They're yeah. up there. Yep. Anyways, and you so, get some comedy by the crew here at the balcony. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's no Every comedy week. ever. <laughs> you call it comedy, I call it abuse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. The oh, mad the cat good abuse. Boy. <laughs> yeah, good boy. Good boy. All right, Thank good boy. You. You're welcome. All right. Good night, everybody from the balcony show. We'll catch you next week. Peace.
assassins Proud to do their work And we let it happen Cause media is absurd So will we talk? Will we question? what's up.